Hi, I'm Mike Sklenz, and this is Nintendo World Report's Connectivity Podcast, episode 132, I Send a Robot. Uh, This week we've got one major segment for you on E3 2014 and our thoughts on Nintendo's plans, and that's it. Unfortunately, the Curse of Corrupt Audiophiles struck our second segment, so we don't have one for you this week. I'm really sorry about that, Uh, but enjoy the episode. Hey, so Nintendo uh, talked about what they're going to do for E3. Oh, is it going to be some awesome press conference like usual? Well, it might be. Uh, first, let's introduce who's here. I'm Neil Ronahan, and with me is uh, Zach Miller, ah! you heard his lovely voice, and uh, Alex Kalafi. Hey, everybody. So, Nintendo's E3 plan, as of now, they revealed it in a pretty pretty humorous Mega64 video, which I thought was well done. It, re- it involved Reggie fees a mech. Um, if you haven't seen it, I'd, I kind of recommend it. Mega um, 64 is kind of becoming like a weird part of everyone's marketing plan, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, because they did the Konami stuff a while ago. They did the Spike it, TV thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm okay with that. It's not I, like they're like, yeah, they're just comedy guys. Like, it's not like they're pretending to be games journalists. No, I, I just, I just think it's funny that this is this is the way you move up in the world, and I never thought of it that way. Yeah, they probably uh, get to do really cool stuff, like make the president of Nintendo of America pretend to be a mech. Huh. Um, and then they probably get, probably get good money too. I would yeah. assume. Um, yeah. But so that's how they introduced everything for E3. And here is, uh, I guess kind of the four pillars of Nintendo's E3, uh, presentation. Um, just, I just, I guess to clear everything up first, they're still going to have a booth. As far as I know, it will be the same size as their booths have been for the past couple years. That is not changing at all. Uh, we'll talk more about that in a little bit. But here is what they're doing. Uh, they will be hosting a Super Smash Brothers Wii U tournament for, I think they they said, 16 of the best players with announcers and all that jazz. And that will be happening in the Nokia Theater, which for those keeping score at home, uh, outside of last year when they didn't have the press conference, the Nokia Theater is when they have held where they have held their press conferences every year. Uh, since the return to the Big Bad E3 in 2009. Yeah. Um, so that's basically, I mean, they're still renting out the space that they would normally hold a press conference in. It's just this time they're having a Smash Brothers tournament. That's um, weird. But they're cool. using the yeah. Wii U game uh, as the actual tournament game. Like, they're not using a, an, an older version. Yeah, and, and I'm curious to see how they're going to do that. Um, they didn't really give too many details other than I'm... I'm 99% sure they said 16 players. Yeah, I think um, they did, yeah. Uh, and, and they said, like, more details were coming soon. And I'm curious to see what players those are. Uh, they did kind of clue into saying there, there were going to be announcers and stuff like that. I think it could be really neat in a in a really nice olive branch out to the esports community. Um, I think, is, is Melee going to be at Evo again? I think it is. I think, I think so. it is, yeah. 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 Um, Final destination, no items, the only way to play, right? Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, obviously they're going to do for, for glory for this, so cool, yes. Uh, well, I guess now that we are... Uh, actually, you know what, I'll wait until we get to the other Smash Bros thing. Yeah, um, I guess let's get to that 
Yeah, yeah, we should save that for the end. May as well do it in kind of like an order of importance slash surprise. I don't know. Sure. Well, then um, I, I guess now that I'm here, I think that because they're doing the tournament thing and I think because they've revealed so many characters, I think there's a chance, a slight chance that we might get the full character select screen at E3. Because there's yeah, only probably. 29 characters and I think they might pull a Super Street Fighter 4 and just go, fuck, here's everyone. Yeah, I mean, that, that kind of makes sense. I... I well, I mean, I guess there are probably still still a couple of spoilers, and you know what? I wouldn't really be surprised if they just if there are still more characters to be revealed, even at E3. Mister Game and Watch. I think it's Crom and veterans. Like they they might just have you know the ones that are announced; those will be a part of the tournament, and they might there oh, might yeah, be some I'm hidden sure. ones that they might save. Yeah, because I mean, it, it, if I recall, this was back when I first started with NWR. But I know that they did have the kind of dumb thing where, uh, like, even though Snake and Sonic were on the back of the box, were technically embargoed from talking about that and like that. I remember that, too. You couldn't talk about how they play, right? Yeah, something like that. I mean, yeah, I think, Zach, you were actually on staff when, when that oh, was yeah. relevant yeah. for me. I think I joined, like, that month. So you might know better than I would. Well, my memory uh, shit, so who knows? You, you're probably right. <laughs> so the other thing they're doing uh, with Smash Brothers is, much like the Best Buy events last year, they're going to be bringing Smash Brothers for Wii U to Best Buys, quote-unquote, across the nation. Quote-unquote, um, not think, Alaska. Yeah, I, th- I think the numbers last year were 10 to 15% of Best Buys, which, from seeing how I actually went to the one, I think I think because I had them on like Wednesday and Saturday, so when I got back from E3... I uh, stopped by one at a Best Buy near me, and it was a complete clusterfuck. <laughs> so you might, I mean, people might be like, oh, I had to drive eight hours or whatever. That was the closest one to me. Um, it might be better off because if they were run that poorly with a limited amount, I can only imagine if they, they went for like 70% of Best Buys because that would just be a complete yeah. total disaster as opposed to a clusterfuck. It's also only one game this year, which I think is uh, interesting. Oh, I, I think, think they have for the Best Buys. Because did yeah well it moves did either people you, well I guess Zach you couldn't have gone and Alex did you go to one when you got back from no, E3 no, no. at all I was uh I got all my playtime at E3 last year yeah yeah I mean I I really just went because it was like twenty minutes away and I met up with a reader or two mm. that was fun um I wasn't going there to play uh because I would have had to wait a very very long time and <laughs> gotten there like two hours before it started just watch um, people but the problem play. with having is they only had one TV. And each person would put in a request for a game that they would want to play, and then they would have to switch to a different game. Oh. Uh, so that just became kind of a mess. So that's probably why they're just going to one game, because uh, I imagine they'll probably still have the one TV set up, and it will probably still be based on whatever Nintendo sales reps are in the area. And depending on if the Best Buy wants to actually do what they're supposed to do and uh, assist the Nintendo sales, like the, the Nintendo retail rep that's there running right. Do you think there's a chance that uh, maybe putting Smash Bros. only suggests that uh, they might not have anything else at the show this year that even touches Smash Bros.? I don't know. Even if they had something really surprising and amazing, I still don't think it would it's, be at the same level no, as Smash No, it's not going to touch I think, I think Smash Bros. is a unique beast that even if they were like, let's say, let's say... Come E three Nintendo drops like a like an Uncharted four level kind of game, I, which is actually Uncharted four, and it moved to Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. 
Like that's where everyone who left Naughty Dog went. No, but but let's say it is something like 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 our wildest dreams happen. They have a two D Metroid. They have Star Foxes. Like I still don't think those games could be as big as Smash Brothers. Well, they don't Even have the same. Like, they don't have the same cachet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and it could be that you know, one that there could be a game that that winds up being like the big fall game, and it outshines and outsells Smash Brothers or something like that. But even you know, if if that game is revealed at E three, Smash Brothers will still be a bigger deal. I yeah. don't think that reveals anything of of what they're what they're packing coming into E three. I think they're just Smash Brothers is their huge, huge horse right now, and they're going to keep on backing that. I mean, and Mario even evident last year at E three. Well, Mario Kart will be out. I know it'll be out, but they've got what, what Neil said. I think they're that's going to be their current workhorse. They're putting a month of is it like a month of of PR behind that for what. Uh, Mario Kart? I think this this might have been the end of the huge. Well, actually, no. There is going to be a lot of commercials and advertising yeah. throughout yeah. the year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Mario Kart, Mario Kart Eight is also a another huge horse they're backing. Um, I think they'll move from Mario Kart Eight to Smash Brothers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I don't think that really undercuts anything else that might come out on Wii U. No. Although, I mean, not to get into super pessimism mode, I don't really know what else. Like, I guess Yarn Yoshi, maybe X. Uh, Bayonetta two. I think they reveal so. Zelda this year, but it's in no way playable. Yeah, I have a feeling Zelda will get a reveal. They'll have a they'll to, have a Twilight uh, Princess Smash Brothers trailer. Last year. Yeah, probably close um, to Twilight. Be like Princess like Zelda Wii, Zelda Wii U will be like the show stopping reveal. Yeah, but it won't be there other than like Anuma giving interviews. But there will be a trailer, that. I think. Yeah, no, I, I think there definitely. I think there has to be a trailer. We'll know what the game is at least. Yeah, like, but it might be, like, it might be like when they that first Skyward's not the the image. I wouldn't even be surprised if there's a playable demo, but I think it would be more of like a proof of concept demo, like that mm. early Skyward Sword demo. Yeah, where that I mean that early Skyward Sword demo was just kind of a hodgepodge of sections that were kind of spread throughout the game, and it was just like a proof of concept, like here's how the controls work. Yeah, exactly. Fight a spider. Um, but then, uh, so the other part, other than the Smash Brothers fun, uh, they're going to be doing a Nintendo digital event that is going to be a video that is streamed, uh, pre-recorded, I assume. Um, now, Neil is going to be similar to a Nintendo Direct, but not exactly a Nintendo Direct. It okay, because I, I was going to say, that event. sounds a lot like a Nintendo Direct. Yeah, but they were very explicit in saying that it is not a Nintendo Direct. It is a Nintendo digital event. Oh. I think it's going to be um, bigger. I think it's going to be longer than uh, the one last year. Yeah, I think longer. it'll be an hour. I think they have more to show off this year. because it. Yeah. Here, actually, just quickly, now that we're on this, uh, it seems like they have been holding back reveals for a little while. Like The last few Nintendo Directs haven't had that many like game announcements that you would expect during that time frame. So I, I wonder if you're saving for more for E3 uh, as opposed to just having Donkey Kong last year. No, see, here's the thing with Nintendo Direct, they've they've they don't need E3 to announce shit anymore. They can announce it throughout the year, so there's really no reason to save shit for E3. Well, the stuff they're doing in 2014 is less than 2013. Yeah, but they haven't really announced any outside of Tomodachi Life coming out before E3. They haven't really said shit about exactly. anything coming. Like I was actually looking at a, I was I was confirming some sales numbers for uh, I think 3ds at the end of the 
third quarter of the fiscal year. Uh, and I looked at they have like uh, and every fiscal year report they have like here's the upcoming games. Uh, for for 3ds, the last ones mentioned are Kirby and Mario Golf. Oh. And, I mean, we do know Tomodachi Life. You know that's coming out. That that wasn't in there, but there isn't anything listed past that on 3ds. Oh, and, Sm- and Smash Brothers. I, I totally forgot it. We find out what the big fall game is this uh, E3. I think. We don't know anything, like, not even really a hint, other than, like, maybe Majora's Mask 3D or something. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, we don't have anything more than a hint of what's to come on 3DS after Smash Bros. Oh, yeah, you're right. And there's got it. There is something, I'm sure. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what they could be? Uh, and I think that'll be a big part of their their E3, uh, Nintendo, the Nintendo Digital event. Um, and Wii U, we don't know much NFC. outside of... I mean, we know like loose ideas of games. I guess Bayonetta Two is a little more fully formed. X, X, I wouldn't be surprised if it's only a trailer. Uh, I, yeah. I would hope for a demo or something. That would be really cool. A demo to me would would show that that's actually coming out in North America within like a year, mm. uh, which I'm not really expecting. I think it'll be out in Japan sooner, but who knows about America. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, Bayonetta Two, X, Yarn Yoshi. And then, and then there's NFC. like that stuff that's and Hyrule Warriors and um, Shimagami Tensei Fire Emblem, if that's even still a thing. We don't know how it's going to be integrated, but like, yeah, as I was saying, uh, the NFC game is going to be at E3. Whatever plans they have for NFC, we are going to see them this year. And I think that is tied yep. to whatever Miyamoto's game is. Mm. Yeah, because he, he's been working on that supposedly for, for quite a long time. Yeah. This seems like the kind of thing, the kind of project it would be that they would task him with. Like, make this NFC make sense and be amazing. Huh. Yep. I, I guess we should probably talk a little bit about the uh, the actual conference itself as opposed to the press conferences of previous years. Like, do you think this is a permanent thing that it's going to be? Uh, yep. So, so you don't think, you think this two years is enough to say... Uh, they probably won't do a press conference ever again. Here's, and, and this is a little bit speculation, uh, just judging from how last year went, is I think last year was kind of, not not necessarily a rough draft, but they tried this new thing, and they saw some shit blow up with it. It didn't mm-hmm. work as well as they thought. Um, with the, the issues with the streaming, even the, the press right. event that they had after... Uh, the the live stream where it was basically like a bunch of people crammed in through their booth and I they had a lot of news out of there but it was I could barely fucking hear anything um it was it was just really weird and I think this year they're gonna it, it's basically this is this is the second draft they're they're trying again and I I hope and expect that this year will run smoother I think that uh, it seems like they're gonna be using YouTube more and more. Uh, which will probably mean that the stream is actually going to be stable because last yeah. year I think it was what you stream only. Yeah, uh, it was. So. And it was terrible. So, so that issue should hopefully be resolved, and I hope that whatever announcements they have, they kind of make them hit better. Because if you think about last year, like all the Smash Brothers stuff was kind of cool, and I mean we might have been a little unexcited at the time for for Tropical Freeze, but like the games were pretty good. It's just that I think it was the delivery of the announcements that were disappointing. And it seems like they've learned from that by Alex, like you said, how they're kind of like holding back reveals, it seems, that they're instead of telling us like, you're going to get a new Mario Kart and a new 3D Mario, we're going to talk more about the Mini 3. They're just 
not really saying anything. I think Anuma might have said something back in the fall around Link Between Worlds saying that there was going to be something Zelda Wii U related to E3, but that was in the fall. They've been pretty mum as to what's actually going to be at E3 content-wise other than Smash Brothers. Yeah, I, I hope there's a lot of surprises this year, and, and not just for Nintendo's sake, not just for business or whatever, but I, I think the biggest disappointment of last E3 was that the only game we didn't actually know about was Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Yeah, and I, I really, I, I, I hope to God that it's not the same kind of case where it's just like there's that one token game that we didn't know about, but because I mean it, it, it could be I'm, I'm of two minds of this as, as someone who is going to E3 this year. Uh, I was Alex, I was talking to you earlier about how I remember last year. Um, when we found out that there wasn't going to be a press conference, it was, uh, Alex, it was your first E3, and you were kind of pissed off because you're like, I'm missing out on the full experience. Sure. And I was kind of, I mean, yes, I had been to other E3, so I did get the, you know, the, the press conference experience and everything. But I was kind of like, oh, you know, it could still be good. But this year was the year when I heard that they're doing the digital event again. I'm like, like there's a part of me that's like, why am I even going? Like, what's the point? Yeah. Um, but then, mm. you know, I'm of two minds in this, in the, in the sense that I think that they could have a really good show. I think they could surprise us. They could wow us. Uh, I will always hold out that hope, however unlikely it might be as time goes on. And then there's another part of me that we're going to go there. There's going to be a Bayonetta 2 demo. There's going to be Smash Brothers. There's going to be Zelda Wii U, maybe. Yarn Yoshi and like Shin Megami Tensei Fire Emblem and X. That's like the, the most that we'll have. I hope that's not the case. I hope there's something that we didn't expect. Something that's, you know... Makes it go like, oh wow, this is this is really fucking rad. Yeah, it was. Uh, I really regretted. Well, I didn't regret, but I uh, I wanted to cut back on spendings this year, so I ended up going to Pax East and uh, instead of E three and spending a third of the money. And I don't quite regret it as much, knowing that the Best Buy that's twenty minutes from my house probably will be one of the Smash Bros. Yeah. locations. So you'll still get to check out Smash and uh, the digital event means that I'm probably getting the same experience as many of the journalists, only on better Wi-Fi, just specifically as far as that's concerned. Yeah, I'm I'm not looking forward to that. Uh like it's it it softens the blow a little bit. Like there's obviously plenty of reasons to want to go to E3. Like there's still gonna be the games, there's still gonna be all the people there. Uh there's still going to be the experience. But I think the way they're doing it now uh, makes me feel a little bit less uh, envious or like I really need to spend $1,000 to go to Los Angeles to see everything. Yeah. I mean, not to, I guess not to be like, I hope that you regret it, but I hope that you regret ah. it because I hope it's a really good show. Um, well, no, I, I, won't, I don't regret it if other people have fun. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm it, getting it's, more it's, than I would get in 2009 from this exact yeah, very same. Very true, very true experience and i mean that's the thing that uh it's something that came up a lot when they, they were talking about this is oh why don't they just put demos on the eShop? and i i kept on uh pointing out an article that i wrote a year ago when people were <laughs> saying literally the exact same thing and uh if that. you put something up on the eShop, it's kind of always going to be there and that needs to go through testing and that takes time that could be used to make games uh test other games have games come out on time etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, when they're already, when Nintendo is already a company that is pushing back Mario Kart later than they probably want it to, when they're delaying Donkey Kong later than they want it to, when they're having so much trouble with HD games in general, 
know, maybe maybe putting the time into making demos that they can publicly release before games are out. Maybe that's not the smartest thing to do. Games also need to make as much impact as they possibly can. And if you do put a demo of Smash on the eShop, a lot of people are going to have a lot of fun with that demo. And in fact, they might have so much fun with that demo that by the time the game actually comes out, I'm not saying they won't buy it, they won't be, uh, that they'll be dissuaded from buying it, uh, but a lot of people might actually go, you know what, I've already played so much of this great demo, eh, maybe I can wait a few months. Yeah. I, I mean, I, there's also, I, I still it. think a Smash beta would be a really good idea. Um, but not yet. That, yeah, that's yeah I think you can, I, I think in all honesty, you do that in between the 3DS and the Wii U release. Yeah. Is in like, okay, you've played the 3DS version. Now check out this Wii U version, and here's like an exclusive Wii U mode. Sure. There was that uh I, I guess does anyone have anything to add? But I that uh that fourth pillar seemed kind of weird and interesting too. Oh, as far as the 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 last thing that they talked about, which is uh they're gonna have uh Nintendo Treehouse at E3, where it will be uh, unscripted live streaming uh demos and stuff. On That's the E3 cool. show floor during E3 hours, I, I it's a constant stream. Swear. Yeah, I've I've heard one of them swear before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, I think I've already talked about this on the show, but it always makes me laugh. There was this one time where I was at a Nintendo World Store event in New York City, and the guy who played Gary from Nintendo Week was there, and he was dressed up as Dark Gary, and it was really rainy outside, and he he slipped and fell down the stairs. Uh. <laughs> it, was, it was hysterical. <laughs> I don't. I don't care if that's like the eighth time I've told this story. It never gets old. Suck it, Dark Gary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was he was in character too because me and this other guy just saw this happen. We're like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "I'm fine." Uh, Dark Gary's the, a method actor. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah, the Treehouse guys. No, the Treehouse guys are probably the best part parts of Nintendo Directs. Uh, they're all really personable. They're all like you know good public speakers for the most part. I mean, you can definitely tell some of them get nervous during some of them. Um, that's because. You know, their their trade is more like localization and behind the scenes stuff uh, than it is public speaking. But I mean, that's where you got Bill Trin and and you have a lot of other people. I, I guess just to, just as good. I, I think the crazy thing about Bill Trin especially is that you can see his evolution as a public speaker throughout the Nintendo Directs. You can see his evolution of a public speaker from the past fifteen years of Nintendo press conferences. Oh, he was uh, doing that shit in 2001, too, as, like, a localizer, right? Not well, a localizer, he, but he's a... always, yeah, at least as far, I mean, definitely as far back as, like, 2000, 2001, uh, he's been Miyamoto's translator. Ah, uh, There's yeah. a really kind of funny video. I think it, yeah, because uh, we, we've been kind of going back into the archives to what we have for the E3 that happened 10 years ago. And I think that we had footage of E3 2001 that we put up around E3 2011. I believe it is on the YouTube somewhere on the Nintendo World Report channel. Um, but it's, uh, it's Bill Trinan with, like, this, like, like, uh, computer hacker, like, like, long-banged haircut, and he's, uh, translating Miyamoto, talking about Pikmin. Um, I mean, it just, because you, a lot of those guys have been there for a very long time. Um, Tim O'Leary's another one. He's been, uh, although he's usually only at, like, uh, the the roundtable discussions, uh, He's become, like, one of the main personalities, like, at least uh, as far as America goes. Like, it's Reggie, yeah. him, and Nate Bildorf, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, Bildorf is still uh, primarily, like, a more hands-on localizer. I think I think Trinit at this point is kind of 
like executive level. Yeah, I forget what his exact title is, but I know it's 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 he has uh, been promoted several times since I've even been been a staffer at Nintendo Report because I think I interviewed him for Wii Sports Resort and he had a different title then. I forgot what it is. Uh, that business part of Nintendo. That, that's always like, even though I like doing this for a little while, I realized that there is a total business side to Nintendo. They are totally a fucking business. I the the part of the uh, that Mega sixty four video that like messed me up the most was that one moment when uh, Reggie the Mecha Reggie walks into the room and the lady is talking about business figures, and then there's that part of me that just goes, "Oh yeah, fuck Nintendo cares about money." Yeah. Yeah, they care a lot about money. I mean, as far as talking about the Nintendo Digital event, and I've been thinking about this because I've been absolutely adoring what they've been doing with Nintendo Directs. Um, as far as these, these game-focused ones, like I think the Smash Brothers one, while, while I think probably one of the best Nintendo Directs was a lot more, I guess, normal compared to what they've done, like the Mario Kart 8 one out today, which is just like this weird like N64 promo video style of presentation. That I didn't realize I was going to watch it. I expected it to be ten minutes long. It was fucking thirty-five minutes. Like holy crap! Um, and then the Tomodachi Life Direct was was really funny, and uh, I mean the the Mega Sixty Four E Three video was really funny too. And I and I hope that whatever they do with this digital event, that it it has that same levity. Um, like I I want to see them embrace the weird a little bit. Maybe maybe they can't go that far out for the the E Three presentation for the nintendo digital event but i hope they have i hope they still make it goofy and not in a look it's iwata looking at a banana like actually funny yeah it's uh i i think funny nintendo is probably uh the best nintendo actually Agreed. you know what game nintendo is the best nintendo but after that funny nintendo <laughs> is the best nintendo because they are just they're, they're really funny goofy. in a weird way yep uh, it's it's a it's a little alternative, which I which I think is always pretty nice. Like like, you never see a real joke in uh, a Nintendo like video that's trying to be funny, but it's all weird shit that almost touches Tim and Eric level. Yeah, like, like I mean, more that that Mario Kart Eight video is so goddamn out there. Yeah. Like it's kind of beautiful in its own dumb little way. Well, uh, I do have the E3 email from uh, Adman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We Hold should up. have read that at the fucking top of the show. You know what? <laughs> in instead of doing just a little closing thoughts sort of thing, we, we might as well read this and do a, a couple responses. Go for it. We read away. Sure. From Adman. Nintendo is hosting another digital event for E3. Holy shit, Veronica Taylor. Sorry, that's awesome. Uh, the interwebs seem to be reacting much better this time. Is this the end of the E3 press conference? No offense, but a growing number of fans get Nintendo news directly from Nintendo. And uh. press events are for, well, press. The press can still recap web events and give very important hands-on impressions of games for gamers that are not invited. How long do you think Microsoft and Sony will continue to host expensive events for a handful of gamers? Do you guys go to E3 personally? Uh, the answer to that one is yes, generally. And I send I send a robot. <laughs> yeah. Will Zach you bot. miss the Nintendo Live events? Does the Nintendo booth make up for make up for it to the attendees? No. Uh, <laughs> to that one, uh, yeah, there there definitely is something to be said about 
the Nintendo press conference experience, especially coming from someone whose very first E3 was the very year they uh, presumably stopped doing it. Yeah. Um, from, from having been to a handful of those E3 press conferences, I mean, I think there is, it, it is a little overblown, the kind of mystique about it. Like, it ain't really all that different from what Microsoft and Sony do. Um, except for it's Nintendo instead of Microsoft or Sony. Seems like um, there's a bit more hype there. Like, a, a lot more cheering. Yeah, well, I, th- I think Nintendo is historically more secretive about what they're revealing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're better at keeping secrets. Um, they've also had some really big duds at those press conferences. Like, remember Wii Music? Um, remember uh, 30 Minutes of Nintendo Land? Yeah, yeah, that was crazy, too. Uh, and that, that's what killed it. Remember, remember that. Um, I do remember that. I don't really think they're saving oodles of money by not doing them. Because if you look at it this way, they are still renting out the goddamn Nokia Theater to hold the Smash, <laughs> Smash Bros. Tournament. tournament. True. Which um, is way more risky. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's the thing. is I, I think it's just they're trying to do something different. I hope it works for them. I don't know if it will. Uh, people people definitely keep on saying about like that the value of an E3 press conference is overblown. But I kind of disagree to an extent. There, I mean, there were other factors to why PlayStation 4 and Xbox One did well. But even with the, the yeah. negative buzz that Microsoft had at E3 with Xbox One, like I think the fact that they were out there with, with their stuff and they got national coverage out of it, I think that might have done better for them in the long run. Some people actually hold holding a press conference uh, as far as first parties are concerned, to be synonymous with attending E3s. Because uh, he asks, how long do you think Microsoft and Sony will continue to host expensive events for a handful of gamers? Well, if they don't hold those expensive events, there's a chance some people who aren't at E3 will say, well, Microsoft and Sony just didn't show up. By holding yep. a press conference, they are hitting a lot more people than Nintendo's directed, even though the yep. news stories will still go up on IGN. All of them still will and get... Uh, at least somewhat equal coverage, yeah. the fact that there's no press conference means that less people are going to be hit with that information, and the information that is hit from Nintendo will be seen as less important because it wasn't shown in some official press conference setting. It kind of sucks, but that's the way it seems, especially with people saying that even this year, oh, Nintendo's not going to E3. Yeah. it's It, it, is, a, it is a joke on NeoGAF at this point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I guess before we close, is this the end of the E3 press conference? Nintendo was not the first to duck out of E3 press conferences. They weren't the first to do this. Uh, we're not totally doing a press conference, but we're doing a video instead. And they won't be the last. I, yeah, I don't. They're more think... important than Konami, though. It's that's totally true. <laughs> but it's like I don't think they're setting any trends yet until they make this work. There are they aren't setting shit. In fact, last yeah. year did nothing good for them. I I agree. Um, and and like I said, I think they they will learn from last year and make a a second attempt that will hopefully be way better and maybe even successful. Uh, sure, but that that remains to be seen. There's a lot of I mean, I I can't imagine they'll they'll flub it as much as they did last year. Um, I mean. It wasn't bad announcement-wise. It was just a little unexciting, and there were some rough edges around it. I think those rough edges will very likely be smoothed out, and I hope that the content that they are showing is fucking awesome. I do, too. I, I just want video games to be great and surprising and magical. That's all yep. I want. I, I, I want Nintendo good, to bring it back. That's a good note to end on. Um, 
So thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be talking more about E3 in the march up to it because news will probably slow down to a crawl. Although we will be talking about Mario Golf and Kirby and Mario Kart. Yeah, um, Mario Golf! But uh, yeah, if you want to hear more E3 predictions and retrospectives and all that jazz, uh, write us at connectivity at nintendoreport.com. Maybe ask us a question directed about E3 if you want to hear us talk more about it. Uh, we will. I'll, I'll say it here so that way we actually do it. Uh, I know at least me and Mike Sklens will be talking about E3 2003. Uh, that was one he was at. And we might be pulling in some uh, NWR staffers who, or I guess I guess I should say Planet GameCube staffers that attended E3 2000, well, 2004, not 2003. It's 2014. We're going to look at the one 10 years ago, not 11. Because we looked back at 2003 last year. We're going to do 2004 this year. I hope you enjoy that. And uh, thanks for listening to this segment. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget you can send listener mail to connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com. Maybe you want to ask us a question about E3 or something like that, which would be fantastic. I promise we'll read it. Uh, And then if you've got a moment, please also rate and review the show on iTunes. And again, really sorry about only having one segment this week. It really sucks when you record a whole segment and can't do anything with it because there's no audio. Uh, But we're going to try and get it fixed if we can. We'll throw it on a future episode. Uh, But if not, I guess that one's just lost forever. Sorry.